Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing, wonderful, exuberant, life-giving, spirit-filling, healing-transforming episode of Ignite Radio Live. Wow, usually I'm the adjective girl. You are. You can be the adjective boy. I'm feeling it. You are with Greg and Stephanie Schleter, the adjectival people, I guess. Um, Keep going. (laughs) Ignite Radio Live over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio for the Almighty. Mm. Yes, we proclaim it for you, Lord. We ask that you join us and to go more deeply into the great adventure of family at ilovemyfamily.us. So folks, about a 25-minute maybe countdown to a very moving part of tonight's program. For those who are asking the question, which on this side of eternity is all of us, simply, God, where are you? With the challenges we're facing in our marriages maybe, right now, families, physical, emotional, relational circumstances, Things happening throughout the world, the war, first one in 70 years, right, in Europe of great consequence, the whole questions surrounding health, and I might even say the weaponization of health, political forces who are seemingly engaged beyond our understanding to what end we don't know and who's behind it we don't know. A whole lot of it just doesn't make sense, but minimally we're united in that. God, where are you? We see evil happening in the world. Praise God for Dobbs overturning Roe, but now we see the emergence of so much confusion. What does it mean to be a man? Great show, by the way. Matt Walsh, check it out. What is a woman? So many areas embattled in our humanity seeking to discover ideas. Identity. So again, the cry at the heart of most of us, we are united in this cry, in our incompleteness, crying out to God and saying, where are you? So for those of you who are asking that question, now maybe 23 minute countdown till you hear a very powerful uh, testimonies that took place at the end of a Catholic youth summer camp. It's young people who are high school and grade school age who share what happened to them in five days miraculous healings took place and we're going to be delighted to share that with you in um again counting down 23 22 minutes before we get there though we just want to be a little folksy and talk about god's amazing blessing in the midst of challenges in our life over the past couple months of course we're approaching the end of july into august and um, we have been so blessed by so many things and i by that i don't mean to be pollyanna there are struggles financial struggles you know we're a nonprofit organization you can help us out at massimpact.us, click on the partner tab. But there are struggles with that. There are struggles with trying to connect with people who you see, right? Making decisions and you wish that um, they just knew that God loved them. It sounds simple. It sounds cliche, but you just wish that they would avail to the resources, opportunities, certainly mass, number one, but connection times with so many others. You hear simultaneously of couples and individuals who are struggling and you wonder, why don't they avail to flesh and blood connection opportunities where they can know who they are. But in our own immediate home, I'm just going to proclaim and thank God for what seems to be a God-designed retreat throughout our lives, but in the last few months. Just to give you some perspective, we began six, seven years ago on this radio program. Anne-Marie, our eldest, was, I don't know, 17, 18 years old. Dominic was, what, 11, 12? So now Dominic's 17. Annie is now married, a Stroud, Annie and Colin Stroud. We are new grandparents of baby Magdalene. 
Selena, whom we are blessed with on a daily basis through this thing called FaceTime. Stephanie was not a FaceTimer, but now she is. Just with Magdalene. Yeah, well, you, you've got the Apple. I never thought you would have had the Apple phone. I mean, you had like the old rotary dial. I think you would have carried that around with you on the cord throughout I the world. I would have. The fossil phone have. is our children lovingly picked on me for. But you it inherited was actually, it, though. Yeah, it was Joseph's old, old Apple so amazing thing. So I took an apple. You have. Yes. You And you've tried to offer me the apple from the you tree, but I have it. refused. Yes. I'm going to try to turn things about from the garden, be a change maker. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, you digress. All right, I Go did. for it. So Steph, let's yes. just take a moment and talk about the blessings of this past summer in the midst of all the tumult that surrounds us. How has marriage and family life been a blessing over these summer months so far? Well, there's a big question. <laughs> Let's talk about Apple phones. No, I'm kidding. Um, my goodness, there's so much that can be said. You know, you started out this program with the question of God, where are you? Mm. And certainly, I think everybody in those deep, honest moments has that feeling or question on some level. Um, and as believers, we know the answer, right? He's right with us. But as we're trying to make sense of it all and help others make sense of it all together in community, um, we do stop and proclaim the blessing and the goodness. And that's one way that we very easily see the Lord with hearts full of gratitude and acknowledgement in those blessings. So for us, um, just having... I mean, yeah, I'm going to get all <laughs> what? something, I don't know, just got Emotional? a little, little lump in my throat. So just different images as you threw that question at me of um, of these past couple months with our kids in particular. And some of those images are or were, you know, glancing down the pew during mass mm. and seeing all, each of our children, um, you know, we're, no one's perfect, right? We all have our stuff, but just intentionally praying, mm. you know during mass or whatever that they're all at mass or just their relationships and um so just the great uh acknowledgments and blessing and so grateful mm. that they've embraced the faith um as their own um and th that the many opportunities that we've had to be together um kids coming back from college obviously um, working through some things with life decisions with some of them, um, just conversation and friendships. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously, you said, Magdalena, my goodness, the delight that a new life brings, mm -hmm. right? And to watch Annie and Colin as as a new mom and dad mm -hmm. and just embrace that so beautifully. and um, Just and rightly wired, too, beautifully yes, yes. ordered towards husband, wife, family, and to watch Magdalena yeah. light up when she looks at you and starts her little <laughs> baby talk right away and to watch the delight in um, each of our kids in their relationship with their new little niece mm. and how it just, it really does make everything kind of fade away, right? Everything, all, everything clouds, becomes the debris, on the peripheral the junk, yeah, when you're focused and boy, there's a retreat in and of itself right there. Yep. That image of a, of a little baby so innocent and dependent and the delight that she brings and, you know, turning that to how much our Heavenly Father loves us and um, the delight that He takes in us, not by anything we do or can earn, but just that relational thing. So I think a lot of it too, um, I know I'm all over the place, but a great blessing is the focus on the word identity, to mm. watch the identity um, opportunities that I've had personally 
this summer to grow deeper in my relationship mm. with the Lord. You and I have had some uh, blessed moments as a couple. We just celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary. Um, so our identity in that and where the Lord calls us, how the Lord loves us. Can I punctuate specifically another blessing over the last four or five weeks? You and I have always had a separate personal prayer lives. We've always regarded the importance in the morning as much as is possible to make the thesis statement. I like to speak it of the analogy of like writing a paper, right? You write the thesis statement. And if you have to, if you get called away or something distracts you, you go back to that thesis statement and it really guides the rest of the paper. So should be um, prayer in the morning. When we pray in the morning and allow ourselves to be encountered and to encounter God, not just rush through words or a preset script, all of which are great guides. When we do that, it is such a blessing. And we decided maybe five weeks ago that on a Longer daily basis yeah. that we were going to spend meaningful time, certainly separate, but there was going to be a moment that minimally we were going to do at least the divine office morning prayer and followed by our prayer card prayer, which folks, I want to direct you to that mass impact.us forward slash prayer card every day we're praying this and inviting parents to pray it around the world who um an, an occasional blessing our children what a powerful blessing that's been but in the morning stuff just to do that with you husband wife resonating is an image of the trinity it is the ultimate if you will counterpart not counterpart it sets the standard uh the transgender junk is a reaction to the proclamation of who we are. And there's nothing more powerful than husband and wife making that time to pray. So um, that being said, just want to um, encourage that specific practice of some fashion together as a husband and wife. I mean, you and I have always, you know, before we've gotten out of bed, you've always um, said a little prayer and we blessed each other or you and I, certainly we've had our family prayers, mm -hmm. right? Daily together um, and you and I at nighttime, you know, whatever that looked like. But this in newer, the beginning of summer, I want to say intentional, we are going to pray morning mm -hmm. prayer together instead of separately, mm -hmm. which is how we had done it before. And, you know, and, and it took a little bit of change on both of our parts and mm -hmm. what our routine had been. But as you said, it's been such a blessing to start out that day together in, in the, um, in the morning prayer, the breviary like that. So that has been certainly so, so awesome. So I encourage you, whether it's that as couples, whether it's, you know, breaking op open the scripture of the day for mass, um, but something that you can intentionally do together as a couple um, is really, really, really worth it and very fruitful. So another blessing, Steph, has been um, the Encounter Ministries School Encounter School of Ministries, actually, that you and I partook of the first year of a two-year program, united with many dioceses throughout the world. We are on the digital uh, school because there is not one in Toledo. We keep praying for that opportunity. But a solid Orthodox Catholic catechetical teaching about our call to live our baptism and be instruments of God's grace to those closest to us, marriage and family in the world. And through that um, year, if you will, of curriculum, and this really resonates with what Steph and I have been blessed with throughout life, but just when we call upon the name of Jesus in faith, he always does something. He mm -hmm. always works, whether we can measure it or see it or not. But Steph and I would both give powerful testimony to the fact that even through the un, uh, I don't know, palatable digital forum of Zoom, which we are not fans of, we've become comfortable with it in the last couple of years, but even through that context of being united with our 30 plus classmates throughout the world and practicing, if you will, what we preach, learning to practice to pray with 
with for and over. We experienced pronounced miraculous physical healings that literally took place right in those contexts. Add to it many opportunities that we have just, uh, whether it be at a gas pump at Sam's Club or in Walmart or uh, friends and family who've asked us to pray for them, we have experienced uh, evident evidence that God does want to manifest himself. I make a note in this that, again, we are counting down very shortly to transforming testimonials that we're going to hear from the end of a Catholic Youth Summer Camp just a few short weeks ago. So anyways, Encounter Ministries and stuff, even in this past week, um, just blessed out of the blue, dear friends called us and shared um, a tragic incident that took place in Iowa. Actually, a man who fell off a golf cart and his head hit the ground in, in a wrong way, was in a coma, Please lift this man in your prayers uh, and the whole family and all that it involves from the one who was driving it to the one who fell in the coma. We pray in the power of Jesus in his name that he and all others who are suffering in any way like this, that they be healed. From that to a niece who is pregnant and a mother calling and us praying for her. Um, leaving a message because she didn't pick up on the phone and getting back to us and told us chronic pain she'd been experiencing uh, days later. Uh, we haven't connected with her since maybe a week after, but completely relieved. We were also so blessed with one of our classmates, if you will, from Encounter, uh, who asked if we would be open to praying with her sister, um, who lives in a different country, actually. And so just a very, very powerful a uh, couple hours of connection, mm. of prayer, and um, yeah, just grace-filled time with her. So the Lord does give us these opportunities. We just need to avail ourselves mm-hmm. to them and say yes. And if I'm completely honest, I'm never 100% comfortable. Like mm. when, you'll, when you tell me. <laughs> Thanks for that. That's good. When you tell me, you're like, yeah, Steph, so-and-so called and they want us to pray you know, over them or you know, we're going to do a Zoom call for someone in wherever. And I it was Mexico, confess, by the way. I am never like, yes, thank you, Lord, for this mm-hmm. opportunity. It's definitely, oh, Lord, please give me the grace of whatever <laughs> I'm lacking in this moment. And I can honestly say, and a lot of it is um, maybe a comfort level, maybe a uh, who am I or what if it doesn't or the words mm. or um you know, that's not my thing, or that's not my style, or, and I hate to say it, people, but as baptized Christian, it's everybody's thing. Mm-hmm. We're all called, you know, to to use that gift in some way. But I can honestly also say that never, ever, 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 ever once have, mm. have I walked away from any of those opportunities um, and been like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have. It's It's always been quite the opposite. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And... And, it, and I think more of it is just being faithful to it. Mm. You know, w- we've been so blessed of seeing so much healing and so much grace. And But there's something just so powerful in coming before the Lord together as brothers and sisters in Christ mm. and the comfort that that brings and the confidence that that brings and um, the unity in the Lord that that brings. And right there in and of itself is well worth mm. anything else. So nine years ago on Pentecost 2013, we introduced Ignite to the Toledo region. These were evenings of worship and prayer and powerful praying over others. Um, And it immediately took off. Uh, It was taking place at one point a year later in over 10, 15, maybe 15 locations every single month. And back then I did say, 
if Ignite doesn't translate into us living it, if it's not going to actually ignite something, right, in marriages and families and homes, it's going to be like promise keepers. It's going to become Ig Fizzle. It's going to become another of those memory things you, that had a good moment, the sort of spiritual amusement park, get on the ride, go up and down, round and round, and come back right where you started. So, and I think this punctuates uh, maybe what many of us may be experiencing right now in desiring to know this vitality of Christ alive. He's present. He's being outpoured. The sacraments are there. But we want to create a context where we can grow with people, accompany them, and go further in actually practicing, living in, if you will, these disciplines, the virtues of what it means to be fully Catholic, orthodox, solid, magisterial Catholic, to journey and embrace this as a lifestyle, to make it a way of life, without which... It's as it says in scriptures, even that which was given to us is going to be taken away. So I'm just going to declare this. We would absolutely love to see the reemergence of a regular Ignite kind of experience that brings people together again to worship God in that unique way. Of course, the mass is the ultimate worship, but this special kind of relational, authentic uh, worship with silence, certainly with reflection, certainly witness, certainly fundamental things, but to pray with, for, and over others. It's probably ideally not meant to be, at least part of it, in front of the Eucharist, like that kind of ministry is not meant to take place, I don't think, in the presence of exposition, but I think some of the worship can be. But we'd really love to see the reemergence that why because we've been blessed to be blessers stephanie and i and many others in this region have experienced the power of god alive and let me ask do we not again yearn to know god's presence do we not yearn to know his purpose and his power if you desire that maybe send us a note of encouragement and say i heard you on the radio yes let's do this again we want to be on board we want to make this happen so contact me greg at massimpact.us just simply say i heard you talk about ignite I heard you talk about evenings where we might get together regularly and see the power of God alive. Take the gloves off and actually go there. Take God at his word. Again, send me an email, greg at massimpact.us. Another blessing I will say of um, this past few months has been simply maturity. Certainly my maturity, Steph's maturity. I was going to say we're getting old. Is that what you're saying? Well, uh, sure. Yes. Um, And the blessings of wisdom, certainly um, to the question do I wish I knew then what I know now? The answer is yes, in so many ways. Wait for the book <laughs> or maybe a talk where I can share, you know, areas, flaws, vices as a husband, as a father. Um, and I praise God for the growth there. But I'm going to specifically mention stuff in our home when our six children are together. Really, it's seven with Colin, son-in-law and baby Magdalena. But when they're all together, because why? They all have a compass that they share. Catholic orthodoxy, again, uh, different facets of emphasis for each one, but orthodoxy. Number two, they all have a voice. They all defend themselves really well. And I'll say thirdly, they know- For better and for worse. So this is what I'm going to (laughs) say. Um, those areas of refinement, of iron sharpening iron that typically are apparent, right? Speaking, addressing, creating a context. I'm going to say 95% Steph and I now our youngest being 17, Dominic, up to Annie, 24. They all know each other pretty well, and they're cultivating, I think, generosity. I'll say cultivating, it's a process. Kindness, but very much are occasions of um, speaking life and encouragement and challenge to one another. As a father, as we're discovering that that's what God's design is for a holy community, I just feel elated because the pressure is a little less off 
us as parents. We, we never escape being a dad and mom, ever. We never escape, um, hopefully humbly, but clearly communicating truths and guidance. But at this point, a lot of, they all know the compass. They all kind of have that basic truth. And I just, I'm gonna say it's a blessing in our communal conversations and interactions about a wide range of things. And there's something so beautiful about the context of family, even as kids get older, and um, and just their conversations. And if they are truly, um, if they have truly embraced their call to holiness and that journey um, toward heaven, and they still see family as a context for that, which it is, what a blessing, right? Mm. So it does get kind of messy sometimes. And, you know, as memories come up of ways that we've hurt them, or if they've hurt each other, or um, just however those conversations unveil themselves, what an opportunity to be magnanimous and to listen with humility mm-hmm. and to apologize what needs to be apologized for and um, and to grow together. You know, I think too often, I mean, what's our human instinct to get defensive mm-hmm. to, which, you know, sometimes there's a place for that because <laughs> people remember things differently. But um Or, you know, just to shut down completely or be like, you know, but when someone knows that they are loved and that their good is your intent um, and stuff can be shared in love and in speaking life, Mm. as you use that phrase, gosh, the Lord rejoices. Mm -hmm. You know, Satan doesn't delight in anything more than division and hostility, especially in families. I love... um, it seems like whether it's been Encounter Ministries or Bob Schutz Ministries, JP2 Healing Center, mm-hmm. or Neil Lozano, Unbound, any and all of those things speak of wounds, right? And um, most of our wounds, <laughs> unfortunately, come from family, right? And whether it's as a child, from a spouse, from, you know, older parents, old siblings, however, whatever context of life you're in right now. And I think too much we can get caught up in those. And um, uh, let me backtrack. They need to be acknowledged, right? That the wounds are there. And again, Mm -hmm. those different ministries help in so many different ways, healing of the wounds and dealing with those sorts of things. And many people, you know, seek counseling to help in those. You know, the Lord desires to bind and heal our wounds. Mm -hmm. Satan desires us to be bound up in Mm -hmm. our wounds. Mm -hmm. And so often that comes from a lack of forgiveness. So as, as family with communication, and that's why I think the Lit Gathering Guide is so good and such a great tool of forgiveness and conversation and communication but if one can acknowledge the ways that they've been hurt and you know um, ask for apology or apologize for the ways that they've been hurt and try to move on um, for those wounds to be healed and uh, I don't know I think sometimes there is such that temptation if we feel like we've been so wronged Mm -hmm. and so hurt and so harmed um, and we see this so often in so many conversations that we've had with so many people um you know, I'm justified in this. Well, maybe you are, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if you truly want healing, you need mm-hmm. to let it go and to truly forgive mm-hmm. and make that decision. You won't may not feel it, right? But the Lord still calls us um, 
for it to be an act of the will. I don't know if any of that makes sense. Absolutely. I just kind of went off. <laughs> it's very good. Folks, we are blessed to have you with us, Greg and Stephanie Schleter. Ignite Radio Live, past programs at IgniteRadioLive.com. Join us in this mission at ILoveMyFamily.us. We are counting down right around the corner to the centerpiece of tonight, transformational testimonials. So as we speak of this stupendous summer, I'm all about alliteration, um, just a little bit of a showcase of a fabulous family fall coming up right around around the corner. And these are things that you can even access right now. We're asking you as we're in the midst of summer and enjoying it and trying to squeeze out the last drops as we should in the right order of personal God, right? Marriage, family, world. Begin to think about what will be different this fall that will cause you a year from now to say, we made some commitments that were very impactful really profoundly affected our connection to God, increased um, just the vitality of our marriage and our family. Would you like that? So here are a few things that we offer. Again, they're available right now, but as you think about it, in a few short weeks, we are, in fact, even going to have a new instantiation of our radio program with uh, multiple segments. You can pray about that as we're developing it. Very much looking forward to that. But a few elements that you can um, really embrace even now, but looking to the fall. Number one, our weekly Live It Gathering Guide. It requires you to what? Set aside lesser things for greater. Once a week, make the decision. I don't care how busy you are, how many kids you are, how many activities. There was one weekend, we had 14 different sports events. If you can surpass that, well, God bless you. But one weekend, we had 14 different sports, and our kids still said, are making time for this besides mass was the most consequential weekly activity that they did. Again, the Livic Gathering Guide, set aside digital devices. In fact, do an inventory. Find out how much time kids spend on individual devices and ask the question, would it be more valuable with you as leaders to set the stage for a 45-minute period of time to gather to talk and pray? Yes, it's going to be difficult because you've probably not done it, most most people here who are listening. That means you get overcome inertia. You get overcome awkwardness. You get overcome why are we structuring this? Why can't we just hang out and talk? Why? Because it doesn't happen. If we don't schedule that time and make it happen, we find that a day becomes a week, becomes a month, and we really have not meaningfully connected. All the great psychological studies and social studies speak of this. So this is putting that flag in the sand once a week for 45 minutes to talk and pray. Um, You can find out more at ilovemyfamily.us. So that's number one, receive the gift or plan on receiving the gift on a weekly basis. Number two, we are... Our family, um, as couples, are engaged in something that we're initiating throughout the world, but we're pioneering here called core communities. Basically, communities of couples commit themselves to five or six months, and every month, what do they do? They make a commitment to doing this Live It Gathering guide in their homes, so they're supporting each other in that. Number two, we gather once a month as couples for two hours to talk and pray and share in meaningful ways. Number three, once a month, we gather as families for a meaningful family gathering, which we've been doing for nine years, substantially in the first six years, uh, a little bit on and off with our children getting older, but we're getting back at it. We have 13 couples who are on board who are going to do this. All of them are very busy. Most of them have huge families. Most of them are very engaged in other things. So why are they doing this? Because more than ever, we yearn as couples to be united with others on the journey in meaningful ways. So we call that core community. You could do that yourself. 
Call me if you want some help and guidance there, greg at massimpact.us. So I guess it'd be more emailing me. Email me and I'd love to connect with you about it. You could even make the centerpiece this Power Hour series for seven consecutive weeks. Uh, just gather couples together, play the episodes one through seven, again, T-R-I-N-I-T-Y. Become a member for just $5 a month. You could find this at massimpact.us and you can access all our premium material, including a really fun evening with Father Mark Davis, a magician, uh, you know, who really truly brings the faith using that as a metaphor. He really communicates the power of the gospel alive. And that episode is available for our particular members. So that's number two. Um, Number three, our belief in beverage nights. Steph, why don't you tell us about belief in beverage nights coming up in the fall? So this next season is incarnation. You're good. You remember that. Yeah, but I remember the the byline, in God we trust, or discovering God in our nation again. It's kind of the idea. So <laughs> how's that for a quick summary of it all? So the third Thursdays of each month, August, September, October, November, we will gather at 615 at GMC of Perrysburg. Shout out to Rich and Connie Cronin. Thank you so much. Go buy a car. Yes, or two, um, for your generosity and allowing us to use your space there in the showroom. Um, But this season, Incarnation Reflections on Reviving One Nation Under God. There you go. We are blessed to have four Hillsdale professors um, speaking in each of their soft spots, if you will, that have to do with that theme. So it's just a great night, obviously, to form our minds, right? Mm. And we're we're so soft. What does Michael Knowles say? Squishy? <laughs> like, like, let's just go there. And I don't mean that in the sense of, oh, this is going to be so heady that you're going to have to completely invest and bring your notebook and recorder and replay it and look mm. up words. No, but like intellectually stimulating, um, accessible, thoughtful talks for us to engage in. And there's always a great question and answer um, segment afterwards. And I think just as importantly, the um, fellowship that happens mm-hmm. before and after is so, so, so great. People love that. We mm-hmm. love that. You know, it's just that community aspect of, um, I want to say just like-minded people, but because, mm-hmm. you know, you break out of that stuff too. But it seems like, you know, we're all on the same um page, if you will, and just to to share ideas. Or, you know, we've had some great discussions before after some of these talks where we weren't quite on the same page, but you know that it's a good place and with well-meaning people to discuss those things and to go there and to have a drink, whether it's sparkling water or good Guinness, you know, Mm -hmm. and some great snacks. And um, But again, prayer and fellowship and just an opportunity. I still think we're we're suffering from Mm post-COVID. Talk about long haulers. Lethargy, right? (laughs) You know, just we we still need to break out, to come together, to now more than ever, I think, regain... um, the revitalization of community and and conversation and presence. You know, we spoke of Zoom and FaceTime or whatever. We need to just be real presence to each other. You can register at massimpact.us forward slash BNB. And it is free. We do appreciate any donations, no, ha- no matter how small or large. Um, but the number is limited. So we do ask if you sign up, please show up because you don't want to take 
someone else's spot and not be there. So blessed that you are with us tonight, Greg and Stephanie Schleter, Ignite Radio Live, and we appreciate your prayers and partnership with us. We are 100% dependent upon your prayers and generosity, financial support. That doesn't need to be a huge amount unless you're blessed. Hey, if you want a million dollars, we'd be very blessed to help drive this mission. Uh, Our salary has not changed in really substantially in nine years. We are about the mission together as a family. Everything we have is devoted to seeing marriages and families be encouraged, supported, to see community transformation. We are all in with that. It's more than a 60, 70, 80 hour a week. It is truly a full-fledged, lived experience, united with so many other good families. And we invite you to please partner with us, massimpact.us. Click on that partner tab, become a member. Check out our programs at igniteradiolive.com. Access all of our great content at I love myfamily.us. Make the commitment just this week. One small step. Discover the difference it can make. Um, we hear about it. Everybody who has done this, truthfully, everybody who has sincerely endeavored to set aside that 45 minutes to do the Live It Gathering Guide, getting past the grumps, getting past the inertia, of course, let your family know in advance so you don't spring it on them, have had a powerful experience doing it. So go to I love myfamily.us. And now, with no further ado, we are so delighted to share with you transformational testimonials. And as you hear these testimonials, know they're not fabricated. These are kids who got up on a stage at the end of five days who shared the power of God alive in their lives. Until next time, God bless you. So guys, turn around and say hi to your mom and dad. Parents, we welcome you. We're so happy to have you here. Hey, I got a question for y'all. Did Jesus change your life this week? He sure did. He changed my too. Now here's the good news about what happens when Jesus changes our life. He doesn't just change your life for you. He changes your life for the sake of the world. Amen? And the most powerful tool you have to change the world is your testimony. Say testimony. testimony. What is a testimony? Great question. Your testimony is the story that God is telling through your life. And that story has power within itself. And so what you'll have the opportunity to do this morning is come up here on this very stage and for 30 seconds, share where you were before you got to camp, what God did to you while you were at camp, and what you're gonna do when you go home. So at this time, campers, if you wanna share your testimony, I wanna invite you to line up on the left wall for middle school and the right wall for high school, and we are gonna kick off our testimonies. Okay. My name is Harrison. Hi, Harrison. My life has been turned around. My life has been turned around this week by Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, Lord of the universe. Yeah. Before this week, I had never heard God speaking to me. I always thought it was just a little back of my mind. And then, you know, I hear him. It's not me. It's him. So, um, I just um, really thought called to talk about my experience here at TYSC. Um, just before I came here, I was very, uh, I was always just chasing an exhilaration and like, like fillingness that just never seemed to happen. And uh, I had no clue where to go, really. And thankfully, I came here because I found that. And um, uh, what really started this was when my counselor, Will, prayed over me. Yeah, Will. Yeah, Will. But um, 
So I asked for, when he prayed over me, I asked for clarity of mind and the ability to just think like peacefully. And that's exactly what happened. On the first night, I felt this warmth inside of my, my head because when I asked for clarity of mind, and I had no clue what it was, but the very next day they started talking about the, uh, the voice of God and it was either a warmth, it was a tingle, it was a voice that sounded similar to yours, like a whisper. And I felt all of those, not that night, but throughout the week, it just progressively got better and better and better. And I, I'm proud to say that I will never doubt um, the existence or the voice of God ever again. And, yeah. <laughs> but um, I really hope to carry this, everything I've learned, and um, just the gift of brotherhood and leadership that I felt was so prominent here, back to my home state of Pennsylvania. And yeah. Um, but I have a phenomenal... Um, youth group where I'm from. And uh, we have a great youth minister and he is very open-minded. So I hope to bring more um, like adoration and more like praise and worship into our summer bonfires because we don't get that much. And I feel as though that would be a really opening thing and just constantly allowing kids our age to be able to talk to God is just something I really want to allow for the future. So thank you. Hi, my name is Kaden. Before I got here, I wasn't that close to God. And when I came here, that changed. I, I thought God was, I felt God talking to me and saying he loved me. And um, I met amazing people. I met Luke. And, and that's it. Hi, everybody. My name is Jacob Thompson. I'm from Hiram, Ohio. And I just like, I like to thank all the staff members that are here for all that you've done for me this week, especially JP. I've also got to thank Ben for ripping a hole in my shirt. That was awesome, and actually, that ended up speaking to me. It tore away a part of my life, a tore apart part of my pride. I didn't know this, but thank you so much, Ben. I didn't know this. I didn't know I did, I did this. I compared myself to my brother, and I didn't know that. Thanks to Ben, thanks to Emily for telling me earlier today. I would like to just thank you guys. I didn't realize it, but the thing I was missing, the relationship I really wanted, and the relationship I unknowingly was jealous of for my brother, was Jesus. I never before had actually regretted seeing Jesus taken out when the monsters was removed. I never felt that before. And tonight I actually felt regret that Jesus was being taken away, like the monsters being removed. But then, thank you so much for when you came out on stage and you said that it's in each of us reminded me of He's already here, and we receive him every time at Mass. Doesn't matter where we are, he's with us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, JP. Thank you, Emily. My name is Cade, and I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, honestly, I don't know any other like summer camp that um preaches God's word like Damascus does. 
It, they teach you to talk to Jesus and just really be in your moment of prayer for them. And my counselor, Will, really like taught me to... He really taught me to bring out the best in me. And he told me, like he was talking to God about me, and he said I was electric, so I think that's a good thing, to be honest. But yeah, so it's, yeah, I'm definitely gonna come in here next year for sure. <laughs> um, so uh, last night, um, I, my finger, I had my finger broken for a really long time, and um, I had like messed it up again like two days ago, and I got it healed by the monster, it's the second I touched it. Coolest thing ever. Yeah. My name is Anna, and I'm from Fort Wayne. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, when I first arrived here, I did not expect too much. Of course I knew I'd encounter Jesus, but I didn't know how much I would. I had heard so many beautiful stories on all these miracles and only thought it happened to a select few. Well, I was so wrong. During adoration, I truly felt the Lord's presence, especially last night. As everyone prayed over me, I, as everyone prayed over me, I felt the Holy Spirit descend on me. My legs started shaking and I went completely numb. As I was on the ground, my heart started burning. I felt like I was on fire, but it felt so good. It didn't hurt. And I heard the Lord Jesus talk to me. He just spoke to me. He told me how amazing I was. After that, I could not stop sobbing. I cried and cried for what felt like forever. Words cannot even come close to describing this experience. Damascus has truly changed my perspective on the Lord, my life, and the world. Thank you all so, so much. So I'm Stephanie. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, so I've encountered Jesus in many ways, especially last night when my group, Jayla's group right there, you guys were praying over me and the Lord was just like, I know you have fear in you, like the past times I've wanted to do this, but let me just, just let go. So I got to rest in the spirit for the first time and it felt so good. And I was like, okay, Lord, I know you have a mission for me. What is it? And he's like, yes, I told you many times I want you to evangelize, but I'm like, I don't know how. And he's like, start off small, start with your school, start with your church, start with school, and just keep going. Don't be afraid. I will be with you always. And he will be with you guys always too. <laughs> My name's Annie. I'm from Fort Wayne. Um, so before I came to camp, I was just like any other ordinary Catholic kid. And I went to church and everything, but nothing was like super special. And then last night, as I was being prayed over by my cabin sisters, and especially my prayer leader, Hannah, I, um, I really saw a vision of this stained glass window, and it was broken and shattered. And as I was falling, I was taken there. And Jesus came up beside me. And while I was there, I realized that before I came to camp, I was so ashamed of all my brokenness. And now I realize that each and every one of our broken parts is so beautiful. And Jesus loves it. And that we are broken, but we are beautiful for it. And Jesus is there for us in our brokenness. My name is Marques, and I'm from Minnesota. Two and a half years, uh, about two years ago, my life got completely flipped upside down in probably one of the worst ways possible. And because of that, I numbed everything out. I just 
I let myself fall into this deep depression hole and I did not know how to get out. Um, so at the beginning of this week, I just let myself be completely vulnerable. I completely opened myself up to my small group. And last night I rested in the spirit the first time and I just saw God and he's like, okay, you can give me your heart. You can trust me with your heart. I was like, no, I want my heart. Like that is what's safe. Cause like for me, the depression was a safe spot because that's what I knew and the happiness scared me. And God was like, no, happiness can be so good and I can change your life for the better. And so I gave him my heart and then I like kind of like got up and I was like, well, God, I want more. Like I, I want more. And so I rested in the spirit again and I just felt the nerves in my arms just like expanding and I felt the literal top part of my heart growing. And then my lungs, like they just like started to throb, but not in the bad way, like in the good way. And so I got up and he was like, okay, take a deep breath. And I literally was like, (gasps) because I was like breathing so hard and it just felt like a new heart and a new lungs. And I just felt like this overflowing wave of happiness and I just want all of you guys to know that happiness is a possibility even when you're in the darkest situations and after camp I'm being called to be a missionary in my community thank you adoration Tuesday night I just felt the Holy Spirit in me and I looked up at the monstrance and I saw the Holy Spirit as a dove with fire on the dove's wings I can totally relate to this because I feel like Jesus has my heart burning on fire. I feel like things like this could never happen to me because like miracles are just so rare and I felt a miracle and it was just awesome and I'll never doubt it again. I just wanted to share with you guys something that I experienced last night when uh, Father Jay and my group was praying over me. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever felt. As I was on the ground and I was laying down, I could feel my whole entire body shaking. And I knew that the Lord was doing something beautiful in me. And I knew that he was exchanging my chains for freedom. (laughs) So basically, I'm a first-time camper. And when I came here, I had a little bit of doubt of Jesus in the Eucharist. And it was just very hard for me to understand because, like, it's, I don't know, it's just very hard to understand. And so I go to confession about it on Wednesday, and Father Jay was like, yeah, it's a mystery. You're not supposed to understand it. So, so basically, when I took understanding out of the equation, the belief just skyrocketed. So like, as of now, I have no doubt that that is Jesus in the, in the Eucharist. Also, on... On Thursday night, when I finally opened up my heart to the Lord, I was like overcome with like laughter and it was awesome, like so joyful and I I don't know, it was just awesome. So yeah. When I first came here, I was overwhelmed with all the yelling and screaming. I was also overwhelmed with everyone raising their hands in praise for Jesus. I thought it was strange, but that changed immediately. The second night of adoration really showed me for the first time how beautiful and powerful Jesus was. My heart was filled with joy and praise for him. He's made such an impact in my life. When I first came here, my relationship with God honestly wasn't that strong. But as you've heard, it has changed so much. I want to thank everyone here for my overflowing love for Christ and letting me have so many new opportunities to make me more Christ-like and brave. This camp is not what I expected. It's way better. Before I came to camp, I was in such a dry spell. I just, I couldn't feel, I couldn't hear anything, and I was so, so frustrated. 
And um, on Tuesday night, I think we got cards and we had to write down three things that we wanted to give to him. And I just wrote down every single thing. I wanted to give everything to him. And um, Wednesday night adoration, I just felt the Holy Spirit like coursing through me. And I, um, I fell over, but I didn't, I didn't rest in the spirit. I just fell over. And when I got back up, I couldn't move. I was completely paralyzed. I couldn't move. Like I was like trying to move my arms, trying to move my mouth. The only thing I could do was sing the lyrics to the song and praise God. <laughs> and so, so I'm going to bring him into everything because he is everything. Before camp, I had a little faith in God, like barely any faith. And then during camp, like, first of all, Thanks to Tommy, like I actually know that God is real. And like during adoration, I heard God and like I cried for his love. I cried for him. So now, like after camp, I'm gonna spread the gospel for him. Before camp, I feel like I didn't really have like the best relationship with Jesus. And then last night, I fell into the Holy Spirit. And um, I seen God's hand reaching down to me with a whole bunch of light flowing into my body. And so I didn't really know what that meant. And so when I got up, my cousin Lily and my friend Bridget, they said that they seen hands reaching down for me and light pouring into my life. And when they said that, I just kind of knew that um, God was trying to tell me that he was always going to be there for me and have my back to pick me up when I fall down. And that with him in my life, it's just so much more brighter. Before I came to camp, I really struggled to find peace. And um, last night when we were praying over everybody, my counselor Grace told me that she's seen an image of Jesus carrying boxes and those boxes were filled with what was holding me back with pursuing my faith. And I opened my eyes and on top of the red tent, I just seen Jesus hunched over, holding my boxes on his sides and he looked over and smiled at me. And I'm proud to be a Catholic and I'm proud of my faith. So for a little while, I've been having trouble like discerning my vocation, finding out what God wants me to do in life. And so on Wednesday night, or not night, um, afternoon adoration um, after confession I was just here in front of the stage before the Blessed Sacrament crying my eyes out and my friend Stephen he asked me if I was okay and I said yeah I'm good and I asked him if I could <laughs> if I could pray over him and he said sure so I did and then after that he asked if I if he could pray over me and I said sure well when he <laughs> well when he did I just felt something kind of come over me it was so interesting, and then God started to speak through him, and, he, and um, God said that he loves me a lot, and he wants me to use my affectious joy to spread the church everywhere. Thank you. Fort Wayne, Indiana. 
came, I didn't have the best relationship with God. And then uh, during adoration, I saw Jesus and I got to touch him. And then now after camp, I'm going to be closer to him. Hi, my name is Elam. I'm from Port Wayne. Before camp, I was confused with my relationship with Mama Mary, and I didn't understand quite how to respect her, but God told me before prayer ministry that he had something big for me, and I heard Mama Mary's voice speak to me. She called my name out three times, and each time was louder, and her voice was just so sweet and pure. It made me want to shout for joy. So Mama Mary's going to guide me and lead me to Jesus and to heaven. Thank you. I'm not from Port Wayne. I'm from Ohio. Um, when I came here, well, my sister over there, she really encouraged me. And um, I was like, why? So um, the thing before this, I had no connection with Jesus. I was like, I thought church was a chore. Then I saw my sister and I was like, what the heck is she doing? She got on her knees for the bread. She stuck her tongue out. I was like, what are you doing? She came back. She was like, I'm worshiping God. And then yesterday, just yesterday, I came to mass and I was like, wow, I want to try that because Jesus was in my presence. I, saw, I started realizing the, the emptiness in my heart it wasn't from my ex. It wasn't from Fortnite. Jesus! Before camp, I found myself a lot of the time getting distracted in mass and just going through the motions. But over the course of this week, I really saw the importance of Jesus in the Eucharist and receiving him. And I feel so much closer to him now. And I'm gonna keep living the life that he wanted me to. My name is Julia. My name is Miriam. And I'm Grace, and I'm from Northern Indiana. So last night, I was being prayed over by my small group, including these two. And so I saw the most sacred heart of Jesus. I saw the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And at that same time, I saw the chaste heart of Joseph. So we just feel like the Holy Family wants to be in our lives and bring his joy to our family. And that we should bring the Holy Spirit as well. Thanks for listening to our testimony. What the heck? That was so miraculous. Jesus Christ brings us! Jesus Christ brings us! Yeah, make some noise if you were set free this week, guys, in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, your moms and dads are here. Why don't you turn around and say, hi, mom. Hi, dad. Parents, welcome to Damascus. We're a community of missionaries seeking to bring revival and joy to the Catholic Church, and I, I believe that we've encountered Jesus Christ, who himself is revival. Um, we're going to enter into the celebration of the Holy Mass, and we want to make sure 
that as we enter into the Mass, our hearts understand that this is a great celebration, right? Because we get to receive Jesus Christ himself in the Holy Eucharist. You've been listening to a very special program of Ignite Radio Live. So blessed tonight to be able to showcase some very moving testimonials from young people off a week of Catholic Youth Summer Camp. There are many weeks throughout the summer. Thousands of young people encounter God more fully. Check it out at CYSC.com. And we invite you to join us in the ultimate challenge, the ultimate adventure, right? Coming off of that week, great adventure sports that they participate in, great experiences of Lexio Divino, the Sacraments, of course, flowing through it all. But the number one thing that they would often say, the greatest concern that these kids have is going back into a home where they aren't encouraged to live it, where the culture and the atmosphere is not one of deep, authentic pursuit of God, of relational encounter. And that's where we come on the scene. We invite you to make that time this week. Put the flag in the sand, set aside the distractions, exchange lesser things for greater. Commit to just 45 minutes to talking and praying based upon Sunday readings using our Live It Gathering Guide. Check it out at ilovemyfamily.us. New every week again based upon Sunday readings. Great way to talk and pray. And we do encourage you to please join us for this coming season of Belief and Beverage Nights. We are featuring four very dynamic Hillsdale professors. The theme is incarnation. A play on that word, a play on that word, nation. Um, we're about what reviving one nation under God. Which of us don't need to understand and to uh, be engaged all the more fully in the places God gives us to build the kingdom? Does the world not need to see that? Well, that's why we gather. We gather together as community once a month, the third Thursdays. Uh, we have room for a hundred at the uh, amazing GMC of Perrysburg by the Cronin Auto Family, uh, Rich and Connie Cronin. Wonderful opportunity, but you got to register. So write this down. Register now. Seats are going. Massimpact.us forward slash BNB. Massimpact.us forward slash BNB. And over nine years, we've been blessed to literally reach over a million through our media. Uh, over 40,000 have participated in our events. Um, we're continuing to try to support marriages and families to really live this, right? To be icons and instruments of the Trinity, both icons that image the Trinity and instruments that make God's grace known. And we invite you to please help us by praying, by being engaged, and certainly your financial support. Uh, no amount is truly too little or too great. We have some <clears throat> very big dreams that we'd love to share with you, and uh, we are on our way. We ask you to please join us with that. MassImpact.us, click on that partner tab. Again, MassImpact.us, click on the partner tab. And uh, again, so blessed to be united with you in this mission. Holy Spirit, come. Thank you so much. Until next time.